and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwa. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with September streaming recommendations. Chicago, the musical, the movie. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! And Kim Kardashian West's SNL debut. Oh boy. <laughs> Before I get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reals always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay, Tea Time is checking in with September streaming recommendations, aka what we just happened to be watching at the time that we discussed these things. <laughs> uh, I'm going first. The first uh, show that I've been watching recently is Impeachment, the Ryan Murphy um, American Crime Story anthology series. And this is about the controversial affair between Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Couple seasons are out. I've watched three so far. If you want a different opinion, you can listen to Chris and Andy discuss the first episode on The Watch. I like it because it's just a, a juicy story. And I listened to Slow Burn season two where they talked all about this. Mm. So I know I just recently finished it. So I know all the people. It's like really um, top of mind. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the cast is obviously stacked. You have Sarah Paulson, Beanie Feldstein, Edie Falco, Clive Owen, and more. Billy Eichner, I think, comes later in the season. Sure. Anyway, have you guys tuned into this yet? Or are you going to? I haven't. I like the reason I like these kind of shows, and this is how it went with the um the first one that he did. The OJ Simpson was one. Yeah, yeah. Was like you're watching it and you're like, there's no way it really happened that way. And then you open up Wikipedia and you're like, oh shit, no, it, it really that really did happen. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I do that with the crown too. Like just like this specific kind of show. I like that. Like, especially if I don't know that much about the topic, I love watching it and being like, that's too crazy to be real. And then looking <laughs> it up and being like, oh no, real life mm -hmm. is actually insane. And yeah. this is why there's a TV show about this. So oh, yeah. I may, I may check it out. We'll see. The first season was extremely good. Love that. Yeah. A little mm -hmm. underwhelmed this time, but I'm going to give it uh, more time. And that's on FX. And then the second thing I'm watching slash rewatching is in going back, rewatching the first two seasons of Succession. The third mm. season is coming out October 17th. You can find so much about this show. Like, I don't really need to sell you on. I think perhaps if you're going to be sold, <laughs> you already have been. But I will take the time to plug a new ringer pod called The Prestige TV pod, and they will be covering the third season of Succession. So, you know, catch up, tune in, um, and then listen to the pod. The Prestige TV pod. Yeah. What an original title. No, I'm prestigious, <laughs> prestigious television. Yeah. Uh, Speaking the of pods. Yeah. Speaking of original titles, we don't have a title yet. Uh, hey, hey, I gave a suggestion. One. We did. We'll talk through them. Um, Amelia and I are doing a Great British baking show or bake off, depending on your preference. Uh, podcast. We're going to recap every episode on Fridays when it hits Netflix. Uh, so apologies to any British viewers that we have that have to wait multiple <laughs> days for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exciting stuff. Amelia, what are you excited about in I regards mean, to our podcast? <laughs> I actually, that reminds me, I have to fill out the rest of our outline today. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, we both watched the first episode. Th there are no spoilers, but 
it was already, I already have my favorites. I'm banging. Delighted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the first week this week went better than it did last season with, remember the bust cakes? Oh yeah. That was an incredibly low bar, but great <laughs> television. Right. Uh, yeah. I would say that largely, I think they're more talented this season than last season. Although last season was very entertaining. Uh, yeah. We have a lot, have a lot of thoughts about Paul Hollywood and Prue's outfits and the bakes. And, you know, Amelia and I are not professional bakers. We're fans of the television show. So it'll be fun. You should come listen. It's on the reality TV feed. So, yeah, if you're a fan of that, you know, it's it's my like one and only reality TV. Uh, there you go. You know, thing yeah. that I enjoy. So, Ooh. you know, Tune come, in. come get it while you can. <laughs> Tune in starting tomorrow, right? Yes. The first well, episode drops. starting the day that this podcast comes out, I believe. Oh, oh yes. yes. Starting Friday. today. So oh, it's yes. If you're listening to this and you've seen it, <laughs> oh, you can go listen. Yeah. Although listen, listen to this first and then go listen the, to that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're great at promoting things. So okay, let's keep moving. <laughs> um, okay, this is another horrible piece of content. But for streaming <laughs> recommendations, every time we do this, I'm like, what am I watching right now? And I have found, I think especially during the pandemic, that my attention span has just been absolutely nuked. I mm-hmm. cannot finish a television show. And I had mm-hmm. this problem a little Damn. bit before the pandemic where I like just don't watch the finales of things. <laughs> I know. My brother does that because he gets sad. I I think it's partially that. And I think it's partially I just am like, nah, I don't need to see this. <laughs> like, Are you this, kidding? I, remember, I never finished Succession. I watched. I did. The worst part is that I commit to like five sixths of the show. Like I've seen almost all <laughs> of Succession. I watched every episode of Big Little Lies, both seasons, except the finale. And like, what? I don't do this on purpose. Didn't finish The Good Place. Didn't finish. And like, I commit no. to so many seasons of these shows and then I don't finish them. And I don't know why. It's gotten worse during the pandemic. It's I've really started. Weird. Damn. I probably start a new TV show every couple days. And I'm like, this is the one that's going to stick with me. And then I watched three or four episodes and I'm like, meh. Wow. And move on to something else. And (laughs) I just, it's a problem. Uh, (laughs) I recently just like a couple days ago, started watching Call My Agent, which is like a very funny, it's like a French TV show that a million people have recommended to me. Uh, And I was like, wow, this show is great. And then like five episodes in, I was like, actually, I have to read subtitles and I can't look at my phone and read subtitles at the same time. Oh my God. Uh, So I don't know if this is going to work. So I just think like TikTok and YouTube videos are all that I can do right now. Um, other I'm worried than for you. The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> so you're saying uh, that it's not because you're sad that the show is ending because a lot of these have other seasons. Like, yeah, you, are you just no. going to pick up on the third season of Succession? I might just to be mm. like, I like the memes, you know, I really like, oh uh, my God. I like sure. engaging, I like engaging with Succession Twitter. Um, yeah. so I may just pick up because I am, I'm like five episodes behind on Succession, but I, it's just too much work to go back and watch. I get it. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess this is just like a shout into the void to be like, is anyone else having attention span issues? Wow. Uh, what are like some, I guess, very short TV shows that I can feel accomplished by finishing? Mm. Huh. Yeah, well, that's where I'm at for streaming recs. have watched a couple of limited series and also haven't finished those. So we need like a two-parter, maybe? We do. I like, actually <laughs> did. There was a show on Hulu that we talked about last week that was uh, Lily James is in that was three episodes and I finished that. Oh, so okay. That's good. That's the line. That's the, that's the sense of accomplishment that I'm hoping for. Did you not finish Mayor of Easttown? Oh, I did finish that, but okay. only because I watched oh, it with my go. mom. Uh, oh, okay. Sure. So well, I need like that moral support. But yeah. I think I would have. That's another one where I wanted to be involved in the conversation. Yeah. You know, I had you that know FOMO. who did it. Yeah. 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 So anyway, sure. this is longer than we needed to be talking about my lack of streaming recommendations. Right. But <laughs> just good. so you know, that's where I am. Understood. And Thank what a you. place. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I, for the first time, it had been on my Netflix uh, queue. And I was like, okay. I'm, and I have this problem too, Kate, where it's, it happens to me more with like movies than TV shows where it's like, man, committing for two hours for a movie is, that's a, that's a long time to pay attention. Um, <laughs> so, but I finally did it. And I watched the Florida Project and Ooh. oh my God, that oh movie was God. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I can't recommend it enough. It's, it's so great. I love that beautiful. Movie. Unbelievably it's heartbreaking. Great. It's just like, there's all these like little, I don't mean to be like, look, I went to film school. I didn't go to film school, but like the nuance of it. But it's just like, I don't, it's just, oh, it's heartbreaking, but it's it beautiful. Is. And just great movie. Oh, so freaking oh, and good. The, wow. The performances. Three out of three tea time <laughs> recommendation for this movie. So it doesn't yeah. happen much. It's as good as it gets. <laughs> it's so good. It's just subtle and the oh, you just feel for 
the characters and I just it's just like oh my god Willem Dafoe and the little girl <laughs> and the mom and it's just like oh I know oh god oh, oh god it's me. so good okay sorry so I can't I have not stopped thinking about it but okay yeah, yeah just watch that um <laughs> I know and now I want to watch the directors like all of his other movies but anyway mm. um if you're in for something spooky or spookier I would recommend Dexter seasons one through four because those are like really the only good seasons uh-huh. and there was a new trailer released for Dexter New Blood which is the reboot miniseries and it looks I think it's gonna be really good they got the original showrunner back who is hmm. it, it went downhill after he left so I'm um, hmm. really excited about that are you guys gonna watch my Two- brothers are big fans okay. of Dexter have never tuned in oh, I think you'd like he's it a, he's a murderer isn't he he is but he's like um kind of a vigilante kind of uh mm. anti-hero he only murders bad people so mm. oh there you go yeah okay well it's, <laughs> it's too gory for me i can't do the, go- the okay blood. i get it i yeah oh i thought you're gonna say it's too much work for me like it's too also many that. episodes also that. <laughs> and that okay cool <laughs> um and then also okay well this is a side recommendation there's a new season of survivor that premiered last night mm. Woo-hoo! did you watch no, I did not. Oh, okay, that's fine. Kaya, did you watch? No, I don't have cable, so. <laughs> oh, okay, that's no, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. No. Um, I yes. So I I watched it with my friend, and we thought it was good. It was really fast paced. Um, ooh. it's just yeah. It was like ooh, okay. And there there were some controversial moments, but it was ooh. it was good all in all. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. I know. Yeah. I mean, not super controversial. More just like. It's just like, oh, whoa, okay. I didn't know we were doing that. And nice. Yes. And then we both watched after that. We were like, let's watch another show because we have nothing else to do. So we watched the first episode of F Boy Island. And I had been putting this off for a long time because I was like, I don't need another show like this. And and he's like a big fan of Love Island. And so we were like, hmm. okay, well, it seems like a combination of like Bachelor in Paradise and Love Island. It's so good. F Boy really? Island. I'm not joking. There are twists and turns. And it's just it it goes it's fast paced and it, you don't spend a lot of time on the backstories of like eh, my sad story and it's just it's fun it's really fun it's fresh it's from one of the former Bachelor producers yes. Elon yes. Gale um yep. and Nikki Glazer's the host she's uh, lovely and I re- I really recommend it my friend said it was better than Love Island but yeah sorry no yes okay I have to talk to your friend um is it the premise the similar where it's you know you pair up you vote off you pair and then it ends up with two people so the premise is there's three women and they're looking for love amongst a cast of 24 guys 12 of which are F boys the other 12 uh. are nice guys and they don't tell them until like episode 5 <laughs> which is which and then I guess at the end I haven't I've, I'm like already, this is really embarrassing I'm already on to episode 7 out of 10 and I started <laughs> wow. last night yeah um, oh, Amelia. I know I've, it's been a really uh, caffeine heavy week for me but um <laughs> and they and I'm honestly probably going to finish it today because I was just like I need to know what happens but um <laughs> Then I think at the end, they end up with one person and the person can either choose to take like, I think it's like a hundred grand or stay with the girl. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God. who really is the F boy? So who is the nice yeah, guy? You really want to take Whoa. the nice guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's fun to well, guess like, I think that guy, that guy is a nice guy. I think that guy is right, an F boy. Right. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, what? So I, I don't know. I like the interaction bit. So it's That's exciting. Okay. I don't know. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Lastly, Kate, you want to plug some? Guys, this was, uh, I was reminded of this by my friend Erica last week. Uh, October 31st is the last day of tracking for Spotify Wrapped. Last oh. week or last year, we were not prepared. We did not have our houses in order, especially Amelia. <laughs> That's true. We did not, we did not like approach us from a strategic place. So for all of our listeners and for all of us, we have a little over a month to strategically pick an artist, pick a song, just put it on loop, walk away. Smart. Do, like, yes. do some, do some, yes. like maybe some adjusting, like my workout playlist. I'm like, I need to get some new people in here because it is like skewing too far into like a place that I don't want it to go. This is the time. I, I don't care what you actually want to listen to. Now is the time to do some cheating. <laughs> Curate uh, those fucking yes. playlists, people. Yes. Yeah. Be strategic about it. Oh, so gosh. we have a little over a month. Now is the time to take action. Brand yourself accordingly. Yes. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Okay. All right. Let's do Not Worth the Tea this week in social media and relationship news. A couple of quick things from me. One, Goop has a new TV show 
Wow. Almost out, premiering October 21st, called Sex, Love, and Goop. Uh, it's going to be on Netflix. Of course, we all watched her last show on Netflix. I think I watched more episodes than perhaps you guys did. I think I finished it. But apparently, Sex, Love, and Goop explores, quote, what it means to be truly intimate in a relationship, mm. to express your deepest fears and desires, to accept those of your partners, blah, blah. It basically is going to follow couples who, with the help of experts, learn lessons and methods to, quote, enhance their relationships through more pleasurable sex and deeper intimacy. So it's coming from Gwyneth Paltrow and her team. And Netflix released like a 12-second trailer where Gwyneth Paltrow is just being Basically saying the word sex like a hundred times over mm. and over. Anyway, not <laughs> sure if we're going to tune into this one together. I just needed to announce it to sure. the, the masses. Um, we'll we'll in keep an eye on it. We'll Talk about the it. real vagina monologues. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't True. Say, that was, that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. The branding of the last season was so over the top, even without sort of the sex focus. I'm excited to see where they go. With yeah, this I know. Who knows? I really am. We shall see. Um, next, for those also who care, Adele went Instagram official with her boyfriend. And I bring this up because mm. she employed a tactic that we've talked about on this pod, which is in the third photo of a photo dump, oh. she dropped the bomb with her boyfriend, Rich Paul, who's a sports agent. I feel like we have talked about this relationship mm-hmm. in the past, but now they're Instagram official, guys. So it's great. Exciting. Love it. I'm hoping that we still get like a sad Adele album and not like a I'm newly in love with a realtor album. Cough, cough, Ariana. You know, like a sports agent (laughs) is like only a couple notches above realtor. And Ariana's album wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. And we need Adele to come through. So please don't cut the sad divorce songs, (laughs) even if you're happy now, is my plea. Okay. Agreed. Lastly, and this is like the deepest cut of all, but this, this goes out to all the Chelsea Lately fans from <laughs> I don't like over 10 years ago that was on E. I don't know if you guys recall Chelsea yeah. Handler with a panelist of comedians. She talks about, you know, the world news. I watch it with my friend literally every episode. I don't know why we were like obsessed. She is dating and now in love with Joe Coy, who is a established comedian, but I know him from the panels at Chelsea lately. Oh. Um, and now they're dating and she Yay. did like a really mushy Instagram post, which if you follow her is like pretty out of character off brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, I'm finally in love with the best kind of guy. There is there's hope for everyone. Oh, that's kind of sweet. That's nice. sweet. The soft side. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it. Love that. um, <laughs> my update, just like in review, people tweet at me every time uh, BTS does anything and are like, talk about it on tea time. And I have to like kind of just drop it in where I can. Uh, so just like a little update. It's been a great week to be a BTS fan. They're in New York. They're in the U.S. for the first time in forever uh, since the pandemic. And they spoke at the U.N. for their third time this week. Um, which is great. And then they met up in New York with Meg the Stallion, took a lot of pictures with her. Love it. Great. Thrilling. Uh, they met up with Coldplay, which is like meh, but they have a song coming out with them this week. So like, mm-hmm. sure. And then in the, probably the most thrilling news, Lizzo covered butter in the BBC live lounge. And she wore a tank top that said V men in like bedazzled oh. letters, which if you don't know, is kind of like the Larry ship of BTS. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, for those. Mm. I wouldn't. It's not as insane as Larry, but like I would say it's the biggest BTS ship. So she's like very dialed into the fans. So, yeah, exciting stuff going on in the BTS world. I'll Oof. keep you updated whether you care or not. That's a promise. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And lastly. Yeah, yeah. OK, so I, I guess I mean, this is really miscellaneous, so I apologize. But I thought it was fun. I <laughs> love categories for baby. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, I, you know, love a good name. Names are fun to look at. And um, there was an article in Metro UK predicting some of the biggest baby names for 2022. And we've got uh, playful names are going to be huge, they say, after uh, the pandemic. So I'll give you some names and you tell me if you like them or not. Okay. Uh, Bear? No. Liam Payne. Okay. That's Liam Payne's kid. I'm out. It is. Yeah. Liz, you like it? No. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's cute. Okay. What about Iggy? Yes. Mm. I actually, out of this list of five, liked Iggy the most. Kate, okay. Come Kate on. doesn't like it. Out on Iggy. <laughs> I like Birdie. Birdie's cute. Birdie's cute. Birdie's cute. Yeah. Okay. And then here's um, apparently another name trend is going to be next wave musical names. Um, <laughs> so we've got uh, Calypso. <laughs> Chord, no. drummer, madrigal, and rhythm. 
Would you consider oh, naming your child? Wow. You would God. okay. Yeah. No. Fascinating. Okay. I, I love I love that. Sorry, further up on this list, it attributes a name trend to Bridgerton. Yes, yeah. <laughs> As if that like single-handedly well, has changed the course of I mean, human naming. Although Game of Thrones did like really actually uh influence some people. So I guess it that's could happen. right. Exactly. Uh, that's like kind I, of embarrassing. No offense. It, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just like, really? <laughs> okay. I, I would change imagine, my name, but yeah. Imagine being a child in school trying to spell the name Rhythm. That is so that's difficult. So rude. I still struggle with that one. That's a really hard word to <laughs> it spell. Is, it is. <laughs> yeah. It is. So yeah. Love a good name. It seems like I remember last year when we talked about this, it was like cottage core names were big. Right. And it does seem like there's still kind of like an outdoorsy trend. Yeah, well, uh, they're saying yeah. that uh, escapist and nature names like Horizon, yeah. Koa, Lotus, Prairie, and Woods. Prairie. Prairie's Could okay. Happen. But Woods sure. is cute. Yeah. yeah. We'll keep an eye on it, maybe. Kate, this, this is going to bite you in the butt when you marry a hippie and name your child uh, Iggy. So <laughs> now we have this <laughs> down. If I marry a hippie and have a child named Iggy, that'll be like best case scenario for names. <laughs> so it's fine. Uh This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reals always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S, IAN.com at Lassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Okay, shall we do cringe mode? Let's do it. I'm yeah. so freaking excited. Not sure how you guys feel. We're doing Chicago. Uh, we're on like a little movie musical kick. And after Mama Mia and you guys told me you had never seen this, I had to force you to watch it. It's a 2002 classic, very important in my life personally. Kate, you want to do the plot? Sure, gotta say, and this is uh, one of my lowlights, but I did not know what this musical is about. I thought I did, and I started watching it, and it turns out I did not. Um, mm. This musical is about like female murderers. Had no idea. Mm. Would have watched it sooner, probably, if I knew that. <laughs> um, and basically, Renee Zellweger is having an affair, and Dominic West, I believe that's the correct Dominic, Mm-hmm. Um, basically is like he pushes her into a wall he's like I'm, you're never going to be a famous actress she shoots him which like totally fair and goes to jail and basically the whole movie is her trying to get acquitted for this murder along with all these other female murderers and also like trying to get famous via just like a media storm um, mm-hmm. her lawyer is Richard Gere she pretends to be pregnant she eventually gets off and ends up like hitting the vaudeville circuit with Catherine Zeta-Jones, who's also a murderer. Woo. So great stuff. Uh, and again, just like totally did not know what this musical is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you, I, did you have any idea? Like, I did you think have a- I combined it with cabaret in my oh. head. And so mm-hmm. I thought, cause like a lot of the musical numbers 
are like in sort of this like vaudeville, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like jazzy stage, even if that's not actually what's happening mm. in the show. So mm-hmm. I think that I only knew the musical numbers and I didn't know the plot. And so I thought it was like this jazz club that it was about, which it's not. It's well, about a jail. So well, there you go. Not just any jail, but okay. <laughs> Let's do highlights. Let's start. Nice guys. Uh, uh, Kate. <laughs> absolutely stacked cast. I changed my MVP like four times watching this movie. People just keep popping up. And I mean, we're going to get into the casting what ifs too, but like anyway, you spin it, this cast was going to be stacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just great stuff. Very entertaining movie. Uh, yeah. Incredible cast. Yeah, you got, I'm going to rattle off some names. I feel like that would be helpful for people who don't know. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Renee Zellweger, Richard Gere, Queen Latifah, John C. Riley, Christine Baranski, Mm -hmm. who we'll talk about later. Lucy Liu, Tay Diggs, it goes on and on and on. Sarah Ramirez. Um, So yes, very, very, very stacked cast. You're right. All right, Amelia, what's your highlight? Um, I would say I really liked that the wronged woman narrative and I love a good salacious story, you know, with Mm -hmm. murder. I can just sit back yeah. and listen to them sing about. Uh, yeah, I really, I like. I was, I guess the plot was like Kate. I had never seen it and I just was like, I know there's like a tango and a, a cell and uh, <laughs> it's set in the 1920s and I didn't know what it was about, but this, it was actually like the story was um, more uh, engrossing than I thought it was going to be. So I was Agreed. like, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, not that many men. Not that, that no. Or pivotal like, to the movie. Right, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I like that. And then also there was a number, I don't remember the number's name, but you will know it because freaking Richard Gere does this tap dance that's like, uh, are you like the Nutcracker King? For, uh, like, what is going on? He, my God, the man, if that was actually Richard Gere, hats off to you. You should be um, in more dancing shows or something. I don't know. Like, it was amazing. The tap dancing he was doing was... Incredible. Oh, that's really if that funny. was really didn't know, didn't know he had it in him. Yeah. All I care about, right? Mm. It's his oh, like intro okay. song, Amelia. Yeah. Yes, so. I think so. Yeah. So good. I mean, oh, if it was him, him, good job. If not, still good job. It was. <laughs> um, I, I feel like we could give a shout out to everyone. I don't know how we I like we're picking out Richard Gere and I'm about to pick out Queen Latifah. Everyone is so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. But we'll get to them more in the MVP section. Queen Latifah was so fucking good in this movie. Mm. She was so sexy. She's got this amazing song, When You're Good to Mama. There's actually in the musical supposed to be a second song she gets to sing, but they cut it from the movie. Mm. Rude. But I just, she she's just so good. And I'm really shocked. She, and also I feel this way about Catherine Zeta-Jones, didn't do 10 more roles like that, like musical movie roles like this. But yeah, I just love it. She has a great, yeah, intro song. She like gets her time in the sun. She's like the matron of this whole jail. She's like the fucking queen pin of this you operation. You know what we yes. should watch? We should watch Hairspray one of these days because she's also yes. so good in Hairspray. She has like <gasps> so many great songs yes. in that as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's so good at musicals. I don't know why she's people so don't talk good. about that more. Yeah. I know. It's insane. We should also watch Hairspray because of Amelia's John Travolta kick. Oh, and Zac Efron's in it. I mean, and next week, Tea Time Core. If ever there was the uh, hi, this is Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray, (laughs) and Amanda Bynes. I mean, and Amanda Bynes. Oh my god! Okay, it's decided. You heard it here first. We're on a musicals kick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's actually cringe mode. Hairspray. Okay, I love Hairspray. (laughs) You know what I'm thinking about? I think about that meme where it's like Nikki Blonsky, (laughs) and she's like in the business suit, and 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 people are like me going to visit Nancy Pelosi in Washington, and like. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we'll oh, get into hairspray next week. We can go okay. back to Chicago. We need to give <laughs> Chicago its time in the <laughs> sorry. sun. Sorry, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Also, everyone in this cast is so sexy. The mm. ensemble cast mm. the other women in the jail that perform cell block tango and also just perform other numbers. They're just actually incredible. Some of them all come from Broadway, which clearly uh, shows because they're like the most incredible dancers. And it's just really just amazing and sexy. And I was like, wow, women are incredible. It's just amazing. <laughs> yes. Well, when, we, when they were uh, doing the cell block tango and they had like the outlines of yes, them. Have, this is what I'm saying. Yes. Have you ever been to a Fredericks of Hollywood? No. Oh, no. okay. It's like they were, I think they were more popular in like the mid 2000s, late 2000s, but it was like at our local mall, there was a, a, a Victoria's Secret, but then there was also a uh, Fredericks of Hollywood, which is not there anymore. But it was like, that was the, the really sexy place where they had all yeah. the silhouettes and stuff. And that's yeah. why I was like, oh, whoa, yeah. this would be like 
the Fredericks of Hollywood of uh, musical dancing. numbers. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> musical yeah. numbers. Thank you. Yeah, it came out two thousand two, which means I was nine. I don't know if I was watching if I was <laughs> nine, but I was like ten, eleven, maybe. And I was like. I will grow up looking and being like these women and that didn't happen for me. But I thought that that's what like all women grew up to be was just these like, just- amazing creatures. <laughs> I have to say, since we're talking about cell block tango, I was going to tell this later, but I can do it now. My first experience of cell block tango was our, we had an all girls show choir in my high school. Wow. And for one of our like, like school wide performances, they did cell block tango and they did like the dancing on chairs and the whole oh. thing. And like, oh, like 16 year old girls and like I was scandalized parents were scandalized <laughs> everyone was scandalized and everyone was like why are they doing this wait uh, wait there is were this- like 60 of them on stage that's very progressive for Indiana uh, in the aughts it was like really a choice and that was the first time I ever heard this song and I was like what <laughs> this is like your version of that mean girls um yeah. Christmas thing. Where everyone's yes. like, whoa. Yeah. Like, whoa. They actually did. They also did in the Christmas, they did the Santa dresses. Uh, oh I never wanted to be in that car. I skipped over that one. Oh, yeah. It doesn't um, seem like you. It yeah. doesn't seem like your brand. That's really funny. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but it was, I, I will always associate Cell Block Tango uh, with like being scandalized in like my high school auditorium. That is so um, funny. <laughs> anyway, we can get into low lights. That was like a All right, let's do it. <laughs> side note. Like I said, this musical just was not about what I thought it was about. And it's not really a low light because I was into it, but I was so confused for the first hour of this movie being like, when are they going to get to the jazz club? Like yeah. the, first, <laughs> the first number was like, oh, this is what I thought it was because it's mm. Catherine Zeta-Jones doing her like sort of number after she kills her sister all by herself. But like, you don't know that she killed her sister. And then it goes to a jail and the whole movie's in jail. And I was like, what? right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, not a low light, but I was, I was confused. Yeah, I agree because I was, ex- I mean, like, again, I only really knew the cell block tango. So I was like, okay, so she's right. going to sexy jail sometime <laughs> in this movie, but I didn't know she was going to shoot him so early on and that right. the rest of the movie would be in jail. I should have known better, but you know. Yeah. Amelia, yeah. Wasn't that a bit, so she can't explain this. They get in this little tiny little squabble and she just pops him really fast. Really fast. It's a bit quick trigger, I feel as though. But um, <laughs> other women in the jail, when they say their stories, had much more reason. But like yeah. she was cheating on her own. Like that wasn't it. Right. It was not the poor John C. Riley. Yeah. He was just like, I don't think you're going to be a star. And she's like, no. She's like, and yeah. then just... <laughs> Offs him. She said no. Yeah. Yeah. That was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> kind of shocking to me. But anyway, <laughs> um, I I also. OK, so thinking back now, having like a day behind me, I I am like, you know what? This was this was a fun movie. Like, I really did enjoy it. And it was they did a great job putting on all the numbers. However, if we're going to get like very technical about it. I understand why people see this live. And sometimes mm-hmm. the musical numbers are just too theatrical to be kind of translated on film, I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel, and I've never seen it on Broadway or anything, but uh, I just feel like they tried to infuse too much of the Broadway stage direction and setting mm-hmm. kind of to it, maybe a little bit, but interesting. I, yeah, sorry. I, that's like such like a, I go to the theater all the time and I don't go to the theater all the time, but I'm just saying like, sometimes it was like a little jarring because you'd be like, wait, where are we? And it's like, oh, we're back in the uh cell or we're back in the courtroom but then we're also pretending yeah. like we're, they're not so I, maybe I'm just a confused right. person that's probably it it was a little bit no. jarring I agree it, it was, was yeah. jarring to go from like the hyper realistic jail yes. to like an imaginary stage whereas I feel right. like if it's on the stage and like the jail is on the stage and then it's a number then you to, get it right it makes more sense yeah I agree yeah yeah and then do you <laughs> this is so sweet the end of this comment you want to wish oh, small yes, wishes sorry. to Renee? Well, I'm so sorry. Thank you for reminding me. I, you know what? But here's the thing. Cause now I've, like I said, I've had a day to think about this, but before I was like, well, I hope Renee had a good time making it, which is a reference to Liza Minnelli <laughs> doesn't want to see Judy, but she quote, hopes Renee Zellweger had a good time making it. Remember that? Oh, that's good. Thank Deep you. Cut. I love it. Sorry. That didn't translate like, much like how this doesn't always translate on film. Me nice. trying to infuse that didn't really translate on audio, but you guys have it anyway. <laughs> Incredible. Masterful Sometimes I do stuff. think our outline is super funny. And then when I say it out loud, I'm like, ah, that kind no, of No, no, no. Yeah, okay. no. Um, uh, Kate, last one. Final low light. No shade to this movie, but 
looking at Richard Gere just made me wish that I was watching Pretty Woman instead. Wow. I And that's also, I have to say, this movie came out in 2002. Richard Gere, already old as hell. Like, okay. How old is this man now? He looks great. Like, I mean, he does look fine. He's 72 oh, now. He looks I, great. He looks fine. He went gray very early. Uh, I like that. So that's part of it. He does look great still. But... I just, for some reason, like I was thinking this movie came out around the same time as Pretty Woman. And it's not that far apart. This movie came out in 2002. Mm. But like, he looks like he aged so many years. And I was <laughs> like, God. what? Uh, so anyway, it's fine. <laughs> I just love Pretty Woman. And there were times where I was like, mm, should I watch that next? So Or Runaway Bride. Yeah, Richard Gere, I just mm. Googled him finding his age and it lists the top 10 movies. And Chicago's not even one of them. He has done so many great, wow. amazing movies. Wow. Doesn't make for- a cut. Good for Richard Gere. Yeah. Agreed. Underrated. Yeah. No? All right. Let's do what is aged the best <laughs> and the worst. Kate. Uh, we can basically skip this because we already talked about it. But Cell Block Tango just does not get old. It's you watch great. It every time. Hits it hits every time. Every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's iconic for a reason. Yeah. So, it really is. It really yeah, is. Great stuff, so, Amelia. <laughs> um, I would say... I thought the costumes were great. Whoever designed this, I hope you won an Oscar. I understand it's a period musical and we've all seen the flapper roaring 20s kind of clothes, but I thought they did it in a way that it wasn't going to look dated, you know, 20 well, 20 mm-hmm. years from now. And I feel like a movie like, you know, he's all that, it, they, they made the look look dated. And I don't know how you yes. do that, but they did it somehow. Yes, agreed. Um, I think this is age the worst only because I wish something different happened in the last... Um, basically 20 years since this came out. <laughs> Wish Catherine Zeta-Jones was in 10 more movie musicals. Mm-hmm. I've already said my piece, but I just, she was so amazing in this role. I'm sad that she didn't yeah. do more. Like she basically did a couple more movies and is almost retired She's from acting. Busy so. raising a family. I'm just kidding. It's true. <laughs> and then best, we talked about this on the last episode. We can quickly move through it, but everybody wants to be in this musical on stage. A lot of celebs have like run through. We listed them all last week, but yeah. everybody wants to be a sexy star and like no one can say they no really do. appearing in Chicago, <laughs> the musical. So that's aged really well. That's You know what? I think you answered my question. I think it's because people want to be a sexy star. Yeah, it's, it's just, a sexy role. Like, what's there not to want? Yeah. It is. You're and also, so right. I want to correct my take from last week because I was like, it's not, you know, you don't have these huge vocal numbers like mm-hmm. some of these other starring roles. It's not easy. Like, these no, girls not. were working really hard. And Over time. Right, Roxy I mean, Hart still, song? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Ro- like, neither Velma nor Roxy are, like, easy sort of throwaway roles. Like, these yeah. are really difficult and, and challenging. You're, you're doing, so. like, the dances that they did in the 1920s, yeah. which involved oh, yeah. a lot of movement. Renee yeah. Zellweger was ripped in this movie. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Amazing. Yeah. Next category, real quick. This is yes. going to be a one-off comment. And then I kept digging deeper and I was like, God, we got to just is make it its own thing. We rarely do this. It's casting what ifs, which is um, in the rewatchables who does this as well. I'm going to just throw some scenarios at you because Please. all of these people were considered for various roles. John Travolta was about to be Billy Flynn, who is Ooh. Richard Gere. I could Shirley's- see it. Theron was about to be Roxy Hart, which is Renee Zellweger. I could see that too, but I didn't know she sang. Yes. Did, have you seen her dance? Never seen no, her dance actually, you're right. Yeah, no. Who knows? Hmm. Lucy Liu's role almost went to Mandy Moore or Britney Spears, Ooh, which is wild. I love both. Of, I love all three of them. So it would have been fun yeah. to just see them murder someone and then get dragged into jail in lingerie. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would have been like pretty a, rarely. Yeah. yeah. And that would have been on like on a loop, like great scenes that would have been taken on and put on Twitter and yeah forever but like remember when Britney Spears did this yeah that would have been great yeah Michael Jackson and Prince were considered for Billy Flynn so Richard Gere's character that's absolutely wild wild. that is wild I can't picture it at all I like Prince so I could picture him being I mean I I have full faith in both of them being able to do it but (laughs) yeah very very different movie very different (laughs) movie I could see like Michael Jackson what what did he he has those little scat things where it's like come on did you see him do that yeah (laughs) (laughs) just like him delivering his closing speech and then going and you're like oh okay cool I love that Add a little flair, you know. Yeah. Sorry. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <Thanks>. Also, <laughs> he 
Keanu Reeves and Charlie Sheen were considered for Amos Hart, who went to John C. Riley, who we've not mentioned this whole pod. I'm so sorry. He was good for sure. He's, he good. Was. He's, the, he right, was. he's the right casting. You can't cast Keanu Reeves as like the boring, lame ass husband that she cheats on. Like right. that's insane. Oh, that's so true. It's not believable. No. Right. Yeah. Uh, lastly, for Roxy Hart, who again went to Renee Zellweger. Madonna, oh, Madonna was about to be Velma, which is Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Incredible. Hmm. Would have crushed it. it. Yeah. And then Gwyneth Paltrow, Alicia Silverstone, mm. and Nicole Kidman were considered for Roxy Hart wow. who went to Renee Zellweger. I could huh. see Nicole doing it. I think she's good in yeah. this kind of genre. Yeah. She is. She is. Um, Alicia yeah. Silverstone and Gwyneth Paltrow, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Nicole well, Kidman for sure. And yeah, Nicole yeah. Kidman. And she also, well, she was uh, Satine. So it's like. Right. That, mm-hmm. Similar. Seems, yeah, yeah. Timing. Similar, so. mm-hmm. And in the prom who. Oh, in yeah. the prom. <laughs> we yes. saw that recently. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Let's do MVPs next, Kate. I do think it's funny that we've done three movies in a row with Christine Bransky. So just shout out to her. Yes. Uh, <laughs> quiet musical icon. Uh, but my MVP, which I did change four times, it was originally Catherine Zeta-Jones. Then I changed it to Renee Zellweger. Then I changed it to Queen Latifah. And then I changed it back to Catherine Zeta-Jones. So uh, I ended up with her. She's just a powerhouse. She's so fun. She's great. She's just like very threatening. Like yes. on, in like a fun way. It's very like kind of original, like step on me, you know, like she just kind of has like this, like this energy. And like, you can kind of tell with Renee Zellweger too. It's like, I'm scared of you, but also like, I want to be you, you know, like that little Mm -hmm. dynamic. Um, I mean, she starts off the movie after killing her sister and her husband after seeing them sleeping together and then goes on stage and does a solo song by herself. So like, that's just icon behavior. Right. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, just, she crushed it. I, we need more musicals from her in general. Agreed. She Agreed. looks great. Yeah. Um. I, I agree, but I also loved Renee Zellweger yeah. in this. Uh, mm-hmm. Her singing, her acting, her dancing, and also her little facial expressions. And she's like, Ugh. I mean, I can't. You obviously can't see <laughs> you gotta it. Gotta post this. Yeah. This is a funny photo. Where she's yeah. just like. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. giving it to Zeta Jones. She was pregnant while wow. um, filming this, which is like insane because of how physical it was. Seriously. Yes. Okay, lightning round. What was your favorite song or performance, Kate? Uh, This was me cheating and trying to give MVP to both people. I just love Renee Zellweger, especially in Mm. Roxy, which is like her big solo sort of like show-stopping number. I think like I agree with Amelia that she's great. And she also is so likable and the character is so unlikable that like you really Mm -hmm. need a Renee Zellweger where like no matter what she does, you're going to be like, oh, like it's okay. You know, like to a certain extent, like you have to root for her. Yeah. Um, And she just crushed it. She's so good. She's great. Amelia? Uh, I said cell block tango. Yeah. Me too. I mean, that's it. Iconic. That's the winner. That's it. Um, What was the worst (laughs) song or performance, Kate? This was a fun category because there were several choices to be made, but uh, they did a, vent- a ventriloquist song, which like in theory is actually like really fun and a good idea. So it's sure. when Renee Zellweger's character is like talking to the press and Richard Gere as the lawyer is like talking for her. So like right. she's the dummy. He's saying the words like through her mouth and she yes. does a great job. She's like playing the dummy and it's like, mm-hmm. but it's just really creepy and like very much nightmare fuel for me, especially yeah, I yeah. think in the movie setting because he's like controlling like these like puppet reporters and then like her face is like freaky and he's like, yeah, that was her impression. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and again, like they do a great job and it's a fun number and I think it would be better on stage, but it, it was a little creepy in the movie to sure. me. Yeah. They did the yeah. best with what they could, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Amelia? Um, I said Mr. Cellophane, which is Amos's like <laughs> solo where he's like, yeah. I'm pathetic and like cellophane. Yeah. You see right through me and I'm invisible. And it was just like, okay, like, can we get another cell block tango? Can we get like another Roxy? <laughs> right. Because this is really depressing. That's a skip. It's a skip. It's a skip. Sure. It's, a, it's skip. a skip every time. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, I'm giving it to Razzle Dazzle because I had to perform this alone for a summer <laughs> camp solo. It's oh my actually God. in a very hard key. Oh. If you listen back to Richard Gere, he's not even using his real voice. He's in some weird, who knows what, don't know a lot about singing AKY. I'm not a good singer. I sounded so bad. And you know the times no. where you're like, you know you sound bad, oh, but you yeah. just have to do, it was like fucking summer camp. And so for that reason, that's my least favorite song. When I start hearing it and you like the this, I had to do all those dance moves and it was <laughs> painful. I wow. Guess. Wow, the singing and the choreography. Yes. I mean, that's a, impressive. she's a multi hyphenate, folks. <laughs> she's a triple threat. Uh, okay. That's great. 
What was the best side character slash cameo, Amelia? I mean, I, they were all great, but I honestly, there were moments in this movie where I was looking and I thought for a second, I saw a flash of Jennifer Lawrence, but it was really Renee Zellweger. So that's my cameo. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Jennifer Thank Lawrence. Cameo is Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a great pick. Sure. I'm giving it to Tay Diggs. Oh, who yeah. Was like the band leader introduced every woman was on the, on the piano, yes. had that great announcer voice. That's mine. Uh, love it. And I was going to give it to Queen Latifah because she had a big role, but I didn't know she was in this movie. So that's a yeah. cameo to me. Yeah. All right. Hairspray next. Godspeed. I can't you. wait. Woo! I actually can't fucking wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's gonna be, all yeah. right. Let's do tea times unanswerable questions. We were doing the TV questions category and uh, Kate ruined it. So I let's just it. do some Listen, questions. Sometimes you can't write the questions. The questions write themselves. Exactly. Right. Amelia. Um, <laughs> I just want to know. And also, actually, you know, I've added another one because Netflix just to, this morning put out a trailer for Tiger King 2, which I don't oh, think I we needed that. or need. And they this comes uh, like a day after they released the full trailer of Britney versus Spears, which I think is essentially her, her uh, New York Times Hulu doc, but just like maybe additional information that seems to have already been out there. And it just, it seems a little exploitative to me, mm. you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, we get it. You're also a year too late, but okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's both too late and too early because it's not late yeah. enough to like put a bow on it and be like, this is how it ended. Sure. Mm-hmm. This is how, you know what I mean? It just yeah. seems very like we have to get in on this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, they dropped the trailer a week before it comes out, which also Weird. makes it seem like kind of like a rush job. Yeah, it is weird timing. I agree. I'm not the biggest fan of this. And but. are you going to watch it, Amelia? I don't. I mean, I probably will end up watching yeah. it, but it's like, I'll do it begrudgingly. No. Um, yeah. You know, and that'll then show him. Uh, that'll show him just like, you know, he's all that. Uh, and then uh, but then are you guys going to watch Tiger King, too? Because I don't really want to watch no, that. I can't no. do that again. It's too much. What else is there? What uh, exactly. Is there? Well, he's in prison. They're still looking right. for the dead body. I don't like. Yeah. One of those guys has passed since filming. Right. One of the people Fucking who worked on Carol. His- what is it going to be? Carol on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, like, one, what? Whole, one episode of her like journey on Dancing with the Stars. No. Yeah. We watched that because we were like, ah, oh, ha ha. So fun. We're going to be inside for two weeks. Let's watch this weird Netflix. <laughs> and now I'm too wise. Oh, I'm not turning yeah. back. You're right. We've to that. changed. Know, you're so we, right. we were young then. <laughs> and oh, we yeah. know better now. changed us as a society. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another mystery to discuss is Kim Kardashian is hosting SNL. I can't believe I had the patience to wait 44 minutes before I talked about this. <laughs> this is insane. She's hosting on October 9th with Halsey, which is like a great get for Kim Kardashian. Like Halsey's like a nice yeah. pairing. I will uh-huh. give her that. But yeah, she tweeted, oh, OMFG, no turning back now. LOL. I'm hosting SNL. Wild times, you guys. How many people what, what had to say no before they were like, <laughs> Let's get Kim Kardashian. And why with. now? I get. I mean, it's. I just. Ex- yeah. She. They must have run dry. Except you I know mean, she's gonna get must. big ratings and like people are gonna tune in right. and people are gonna critique it and they're gonna watch it. So I think this is probably yeah. Elon Musk's fault. Is like mm. everyone watched the Elon Musk episode. It was like trending on Twitter or whatever. Not everyone right. watched yeah. it. I'm sure it didn't have good ratings, but the people watched it and talked about it and they were like, "Who else can we get who's controversial online?" Right. And That's you, true. How many scenes are we expecting to be like, you know, all the actors play different of her sisters and they like do a whatever, keeping up 10 years later. I kind of, I'm like really looking forward to that sketch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously I'm going to watch it live probably, but it's puzzling for sure. It is. is. We should do that for cringe mode. We're part of the problem. (laughs) Oh, we could. I know. I am the problem. It'd be about a week too late though. Oh yeah. Well, tough timing for a tea time. Oh, yeah. Probably. Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, We'll talk about it for sure. (laughs) Um, Okay. I changed my question and I put it at the end in the hopes that my mom has stopped listening. Mm. Uh, But there were two examples this week. And here's my question. Why are famous rich people so bad at sexting? Okay. Mm. Now, listen, we've all seen like the Prince Charles, you know, phone calls with Camilla from back in the day, like the infamous example. But some recent examples popped up this week. The first one. Uh, I believe it was maybe Kaya who put this in tea time chat. Uh, and this is, was willingly shared by Catherine McPhee on her Instagram story. This is a oh, wait, I put that in there. Oh, it was sorry, you. Sorry. oh, thank you for your service. And again, Catherine McPhee, 37, uh, married to David Foster, 71. Uh, and she again, willingly shared this. This is her text. She sent a picture 
of herself in uh, it seemed to be a video of herself in underwear like jumping around on a bed and she said i'm an underwear model now and here's and it's hard to do this justice because of like the capitalization and the phrasing here's <laughs> david foster's response va va boom no uh, hot mom <laughs> i tried you a bit ago but you are obviously busy stripping you look amazing wow now for reference va va boom has like a hyphen it's got some capitalized a's all of his u's are just letter u uh, there's a laughing emoji and like lots of exclamation points. So just like so cringy. And then Catherine McPhee responded and said, stripping indeed, laughing emoji. So like, I just, that, I just, it's honestly, <laughs> it, that would be what my mother would send me if I sent her like a pic of me smiling. <laughs> ba, ba, yeah, she'd you be like, ba, ba, boom. Wow. go girl. Yeah, exactly. That's what right. I'm getting from him. It's, it's just fascinating. There's so many levels to it. You really need to look at it. And it's then- like, your aunt that decided to pop up on Instagram and comment how great you look right, in your senior right. photos. Who's yeah. like trying to be the cool aunt. Right. Yeah, really not sexy. And then uh, the Theranos trial is happening right now. Mm. And they published some text messages between Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny Balwani. Holmes, <laughs> sorry. Holmes, you are the breeze in desert for me. My water and ocean meant, <laughs> meant to only together tiger. Balwani, okay. <laughs> I the only response. Just okay. Okay. Uh so I just I don't know why. I don't know why people are they're so bad at this. I guess oh. like if you have a lot of money and you're crazy, this is just a skill that you lack that you've never had to get good at in life. I'm open to suggestions, but it just seems like famous rich people are really bad at this. Thoughts? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't live in reality, so right. They I don't think know. they've just never had. Yeah, I don't know if, they, if like it's a, just a skill they've never had to hone. Uh, they don't date normal people, so like they don't know what it's like. I don't. I I don't know. Also, you're taking two of the weirdest people in terms of celebrity, <laughs> and celebrity is actually very. That's a kind word that you're using. Um, yes, like David Foster uh, is a lunatic. If you've ever seen Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, he's right. He's crazy. Um, yeah, these are you're right. These are uh, some. Yeah, maybe and not great. Too. Examples. Elizabeth Holmes <laughs> is also crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and Prince Charles, who was my other example, also not a great example. So no. you're, right. you're right. Maybe I'm generalizing too much, and that's the answer <laughs> to the question. Uh, but I just thought I'd put it up for the debate just to end the. No, end that was the good. On Thank a, you. On a deranged yeah. note, a fun note. Thank you, Kate. You're welcome. Uh, okay, <laughs> next week we'll be back. Thank you so much to Kaya, our producer. And thank you guys for listening. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Weiler. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.